4: Welcome 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 happy Tuesday <laughs> I can't even I can't even get it right. it is Tuesday. I'm so sorry yesterday I was uh, not feeling very well so here I am on Tuesday um, enjoying you. Is it really Tuesday Fong? It is okay good because for some reason I thought it was Wednesday.
2: No it's Tuesday.
4: it is Tuesday okay. well the rest of the world knows it's tuesday but michelle
2: is it really tuesday now i'm I'm (laughs) it's wednesday it is wednesday i thought so
4: now we're both just out of it (laughs) it's wednesday thank you it's hump day that's what i thought happy hump day but also happy uh, bisexual visibility day Woohoo! This whole week has been a bisexual uh, awareness week. And so a few of my Facebook posts have definitely centered around that. Um, You know, in in one post, I I did mention that when I came out and I was 19 years old, it was college and now 33, um, most of the women I interacted with and dated were, uh, you know, bisexual or sexually fluid. And I don't think that if uh, if I didn't have those experiences, it really, I wouldn't have had, you know, such a healthy process of discovering my own sexual identity as a lesbian. Mm. Um, so what about you, Fong, you know, coming out and dating and, and, and obviously you must have, uh, you know, queer identified friends, bisexual friends.
2: Yeah, I, um, I have a lot of uh, friends who identify outside of the gender binary spectrum. Um, because we recognize that, you know, not just the gray areas, there's kind of folks outside of that as well. Um, and it's, it's always wonderful to have conversations with them because you get some new insights, new mm-hmm. ideas, sometimes understanding the terminologies better. Um, because so, it's mostly about our uh, lived experiences as well as, you know, adding on to the academic theories and the concepts that we learn about.
4: And speaking of that, you know, at least in the social uh, construction or the social world, um, the B has been sandwiched between LG and T and oftentimes forgotten. And so today we have a guest who will talk very uh, uh, much more in depth regarding the bisexual community. Um, But, you know, before we get started on the program, I do want to mention that uh, there are many, many more women and and, uh, men who are coming out as bisexual and not afraid of it. I mean, Evan Rachel Woods tweeted, uh, you know, a couple of days ago um, in in honor of Bisexual Awareness Week. Uh, you know, Kesha, a musician, has come out as bisexual. Um, even, uh, you know, you're talking about non-binary. I mean, we have Kristen Stewart, Miley Cyrus are all people who've, you know, talked about not having to put a label on it. Mm-hmm. That's got to make you feel good as a young person.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's about visibility, I guess, because um, I'm seeing more of these folks who identify, you know, not with the mainstream identities of what it means to be cisgender and or, you know, gay or just lesbian, but outside of that. So it's it feels great. Yeah.
4: Awesome. Well, let's get our program started. Today's show is brought to you by Pacific Fertility Center. When life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. Our guest today is Hayron Greensmith, uh, who's with the Movement Advancement Project, a policy anal- analyst, who has a new infographic in which we can talk about uh, the snapshot, bisexual in America. And, you know, like I said, the B tends to get smushed in the LG and T and oftentimes forgotten. So let's welcome Heyron. Heyron, welcome to the program. Hi, Michelle. Happy to be here. Um, So I just mentioned this new infographic titled Snapshot Bisexual in America. And so we want to we want to take a quick look at, you know, uh, the bisexual community and and how even just from, you know, state level laws and policies, how it impacts the lives of bisexual people. Let's start with poverty, which, you know, when we talk about poverty lately, we've been talking a lot about how, you know, it impacts the transgender community. But let's talk about the bisexual community.
5: Yeah, we see unfortunately that by folks who represent more than half of the lesbian, gay, and bisexual population uh, suffer from uh, reduced earnings, from higher costs, um, due to kind of three primary failures in law that LGBT folks in general face. Um, so we know that we have a lack of nationwide protection from discrimination. Um, so bisexual people can be fired, uh, they can be denied housing, they can be refused medically necessary health care simply because they're bi. Um, and then secondly, uh, despite recent expansions of marriage equality across the country, um, bi people who have heard of a same-sex couple face barriers across many areas of life um, to accessing uh, the same benefits that are given to non-LGBT families when it comes to health insurance, for example, or accessing safety net programs or parental recognition for their families and children. Mm-hmm. Um, and then third, uh, the failure to adequately protect LGBT students in general um, means that by folks and their families um, often face kind of hostile, unsafe, and unwelcome environments in schools, which reduces earning power, as we know. Um, so all combined, uh, you know, we show in the infographic that um, a little over a quarter of bisexual men and about a third of bisexual women um, live at below 100% of the federal poverty level, and that's just unacceptable.
4: And then, of course, this, uh, you just mentioned it too, but in, uh, employment also, when we yeah. talk about employment, not it's, it's not always a, a great... Uh, environment not only that but the opportunities uh, they're lacking as well
5: yeah um we have uh we have an infographic a a little graphic in our infographic um reporting some statistics from a a study that just came out um a couple years ago showing that um 60 percent of of bi folks report hearing anti-bisexual jokes and comments on the job um which is, uh, you know, as a as a BI person myself, I've, I've certainly been in that position and heard people um, making snarky comments or asking inappropriate questions. Um, and when you face that kind of unwelcome environment, um, you can see why we have the lower numbers uh, of being out, um, both on the job and to our friends and family. Um, just you know, the mm-hmm. idea of coming into work every day and, and facing that kind of environment. Um, you'd rather stay in the closet.
4: And I can imagine, you know, there's the whole, what we're talking about in 2016 is hopefully passing something like the Equality Act. Uh, Again, you know, it's still legal in some states to fire LGBT people from their jobs. And so I would have to think that that uh, definitely impacts the bi community, um, you know, as well, right?
5: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, In, in, I think it's Still, over half states, um, like you said, you can be fired. Um, you can be denied housing for whom you are or who you love. Um, uh, you can be kicked out of a, um, a park or a doctor's office um, for for being bisexual. Um, and that kind of compounded everyday discrimination really reduces, like we said, to reduces your earnings. Um, you know, makes you feel unwelcome in certain areas, which all impact physical and mental health. Um, and then, when you do have reduced earnings, and you don't feel welcome in the doctor's office, um, then you don't access needed health services,
4: mm-hmm.
5: um, which which really compound to to add up to the stigma and discrimination that all bisexual people face.
4: Michelle Miel, we're speaking with Heron Greensmith, who's a policy analyst uh, for the Movement Advancement Project, and we're talking about. Um, a new infographic that hey Ron's a part of called uh, Snapshot Bisexual in America today is uh, Bisexual Visibility Day and this whole week has been Bisexual Awareness Week and so, uh, you know, it's, it's very important to talk about the bisexual community as I said earlier um, it, the B bee has been smushed <laughs> in, in between LG and T and oftentimes forgotten or erased or, or in fact invisible almost which can be extremely hurtful we've just talked about poverty Employment. Hey, Ron, I almost want to throw in there too in this, you know, new. uh new society, I like to call it, in the day of tech, especially in the San Francisco Bay Area and big urban cities. You have companies who, you know, of course, have uh, better policies nowadays protecting LGBT employees. um, But at the same time, you know, if we don't, if you don't understand kind of the issues that affect or impact our community, then it's going to be hard to actually provide that healthy, safe space. So, for example, you know, in the tech community, not only uh, are, are, you know, is there a disparity between male female employees? But when you um, when you're by, I, I remember you know one woman telling me that it was hard to explain that to a group of her colleagues who were mainly men who just did not understand. I'm sure that's one of a ton of stories you've heard yourself, right?
5: Yeah, absolutely. Um, we shared a story in our um, report release. Uh, last year, actually, around around bi week, um, called "Understanding Issues Facing Bisexual Americans," um, and I I'll share this story. It's from Faith Cheltenham, uh, who is uh, the, the, past, uh, the the current president of BiNet USA, um, out in Los Angeles, um, and she her story that we share in this report. She talks about um, every time she came out as bi. Uh, As a bi woman of color in the workplace, she's experienced severe sexual harassment. Coworkers have made inappropriate jokes to her, have made sexual advances, have showed her sexually graphic photos. Uh, She's had several jobs where she felt unsafe. Um, And even when she brought the concerns to her employer's HR department, Mm -hmm. uh, she would receive little, if any, support. And one actually told her uh, that she had brought the harassment upon herself. Uh, by being out as a bi woman. Oh, um, gosh, that's horrible. And, yes. Uh, and then someone else told her that she didn't qualify uh, for protections against sexual harassment because she was bi.
4: Um, and, that, and, you know, and I want to remind people that... that comes across, not just in the workplace as well, but overall in society too. I mean, it's like gay people, queer people uh, can identify with, you know, even if you're at school or something out in the playground, someone jokingly says that's so gay or something in a negative fashion or tone, it can be hurtful. But in the bi community to be dismissive of someone because they're bisexual or you don't take them seriously is equally offensive. Yeah. Um, and, And that happens within the LGBT community too, and I want to get into talking about, uh, you know, violence, suicide attempts, um, depression, mental health. Uh, let's start with let's start with violence, because I think that, you know, when when people don't take bisexual people seriously, maybe talking about the violence that bisexual women face um, will, will make them feel <laughs> like this isn't a joke.
5: Yeah, the, the violence statistics are really shocking. Um we know that bi women experience significantly higher rates of violence, uh, both overall and by intimate partners, um, compared to lesbian women and straight women. um, 46% of bi women have experienced rape, compared to only 13% of lesbian women and 17% of straight women. Hmm. Um, And then speaking broadly about intimate partner violence, 61% of bisexual women have experienced rape, physical violence, and or stalking by an intimate partner, compared to 43% of lesbian women and 35% of straight women. Um, And, you know, among these bi women who've experienced violence by an intimate partner, more than half report they've missed a day of work or school or feared for their safety or experienced another negative impact, which, again, has implications for mental health, too.
4: Right, right. We're going to take a quick break right here, but when we come back, we want to continue this discussion with Heron. Heron, will you stick around? Absolutely. Celebrate Bi Week with us, or bi- Bisexual Visibility Day today, uh, by making sure that you have all the facts and understanding the bisexual community. So don't go away. Stay with us.
3: And now, back to the Michelle Miao Show.
4: Welcome back. Thanks so much for joining us here on this hump day this Wednesday. Today is Bisexual Visibility Day. So, uh, all kisses and hugs to all the bisexuals in the world. On the phone with us is Hayron Greensmith, who's a policy analyst for the Movement Advancement Project, uh, which has I- issued a new infographic titled Snapshot Bisexual in America. And, um, you know, Heyron before we went on the break, uh, I, we talked a little bit about the violence that bisexual people uh, face and and the percentage act- actually is, is quite high. Um, and you mentioned a little bit about mental health. Let's, let's, let's head into that. I know yeah. for a fact that uh, depression is, you know, absolutely, uh, depression impacts the bi community very much.
5: Yeah, we have, uh, we have compounded disparities um, in many areas of mental health. You mentioned depression. Um, we have higher prevalence of post-traumatic stress disorder, which you can uh, probably link to the violence. Um, of uh, anxiety, um, and then uh, we have very high uh, suicidality um, rates and suicide attempts. Um, one study found that bisexuals were four times more likely, um, and lesbian and gay adults two times more likely to report attempted suicide uh, than straight adults. Um, another study uh, that we looked at found that bisexual men were six over six times more likely Um, to have reported seriously considering suicide um, in their lifetime, and gay men uh, four times more likely than straight men. Um, Really concerningly, uh, we found a study that reported that bi-teens who reported uh, thinking about suicide as teenagers did not report a decrease in those thoughts as they aged into adulthood, whereas gay and lesbian teens and, and straight teens did report a decrease in those thoughts. Um, so we really have a need to support bi youth, bi adults, um, in all areas and times of our lives.
4: And, you know, the point of sharing the the infographic is not to, to scare people or make you feel horrible, but the point of it is obviously to, you know, put to, to, to educate, you know, people about the bi community, right?
5: Yeah, I think that's exactly right. That's why we have Bi Awareness Week, Um, You know, we have, although we do uh, comprise the largest proportion of the lesbian and gay bisexual community, uh, we have some of the lowest rates of of being out. Only a quarter of bi folks are out to all of the important folks in their lives, their friends and family, um, compared to three quarters of gay men and and lesbian women. Um, So, yeah, this is just to to make sure... um, Everyone knows they probably know about a bi person um, and to, to um, welcome them yeah. to their lives today, uh, this week um, especially, um, but to know that, that we do uh, suffer from these disproportionate disparities
4: mm-hmm. um,
5: that are really hurting us.
4: Uh, hey Ron, you mentioned earlier that you yourself identify as bisexual, and uh, you know a, a part of it also in, in in educating ourselves is some of us who don't identify as bisexual should be better allies. Um, you know, sp- and even in the LGBTQ community, uh, I, I oftentimes oftentimes will hear you know biphobia or experience biphobia. Um, I I, I I would like to share, you know, just some things that uh, even within our own community, we should we should be mindful of. Say, for example, I mentioned earlier, the uh, bi community can become invisible at times and and even coming out as bisexual within our own community. Sometimes, you know, people get rejected because, you know, the lesbian community uh, feels like, uh, you know, they didn't identify with the bisexual community or the gay community doesn't believe, uh, you know, a a man or a person who comes out as bisexual. What are your thoughts?
5: Yeah, um, I have experienced biphobia from uh, straight peers and from gay and lesbian peers. Um, I think, you know, we we have a couple recommendations in our infographic for how to, specifically around terminology and around data collection. But I think they're applicable um, for folks' everyday lives, especially folks in the LGBT movement, um, you know, so when you're referring to the LGBT community, make sure that you really are, um, and that you're not just referring to lesbian and gay people, um, because that uh, is disingenuous, um, for trans folks and for bi folks. Um, so if, um, you're talking about data, for example, uh, and you say LGBT, um, maybe be more precise and talk about the data that talks about lesbians and gay men, mm-hmm. um, or, before you say LGBT, make sure that the data did include bisexual people um, and disaggregate us from the data on um, gay men and lesbians and straight people. Um, uh, We encourage people um, not to say that someone admitted or claimed to be bi, but instead say that person is openly bi, uh, that person is just a bisexual person. Uh, discourage people from using myths and stereotypes um, that abound in our community instead just talk about us as we talk about the rest of our community, folks who um, have jobs and are parents and um, have partners and have children and um, uh, have some physical and mental health challenges and people with disabilities and trans people um, and just... the the full constellation that the rest of the LGBT community is, is also uh, within the bi community.
4: One thing we didn't mention, and before we let you go, um, you know, it's, uh, there's also, uh, and you brought this up just now in your answer, in that if somebody isn't out yet, you know, and outing them, it can be actually hurtful or assuming that, you know, they're bi because of their past relationships. But there's also, you know, part of our community, our bi community who, or, you know, yeah, they maybe uh, they're not out yet or, or haven't recognized themselves as bisexual. And there is that community where I think that uh, where I'm trying to go is there's the down low community as well. Um, you know, the, because there's been so much biphobia and the stigma of being bi in our own community, some people don't feel safe in coming out as bisexual.
5: I think that's certainly true, um, and we also have research that shows that these disparities um, manifest both for people who um, are behaviorally bisexual, that is, they um, are romantically or sexually attracted to um, more than one sex or gender, and folks who identify as bisexual. Um, so whether or not someone has experienced romantically or sexually with more than one uh, sex or gender, people who identify as bi alone um, manifest many of these disparities, um, which to me indicates just the overwhelming stigma that many of us face on a daily basis and the fact that mere identity can cause these disparities. Um, so yeah, absolutely don't out someone. Um, and on the inverse, don't assume that someone is no longer by if they now are in a relationship with someone of a particular mm-hmm. sex or gender. Um, and make sure that you listen to us as we assert our bisexuality or our pansexuality or our queerness, um, and, and validate us as we as we are living our lives.
4: Hey, Ron, you have been so wonderful here on the program, and also for providing that snapshot or uh, the infographic, the titled "Snapshot Bisexual in America." I'm sure people can uh, get their hands on this or eyes on it if they want to do some research for themselves, right?
5: Yeah, it's at LGBT Map. That's lgbtmap.org. It's on our home page. Um, and if you visit lgbtmap.org slash bisexual dash snapshot dash graphic, you can see the whole thing right there.
4: And you, you mentioned yourself, uh, you know, you're bisexual, so today is Bisexual Visibility Day. What? How are you celebrating?
5: Um, I am talking with you, which is wonderful <laughs> because I love talking about... Um, being bi and by policy, and and the the um, disparities that we face, um, and uh, tweeting with folks on Twitter. Uh, if you want to join us at LGBT Map uh, and me at Heron G, I'd love to chat with you about um, how awesome it is to be bi uh, and the support that we need uh, from our
4: community. Now I just realized I've been saying your name wrong this whole time. It's Heron. It's Heron, <laughs> yes. Sorry, everyone. It's Heron. (laughs) (laughs) We got there in the end. (laughs) Heron, thank you you so much for joining us here on the program and providing the details to us. Your work is so important, so hopefully we'll have you back soon. Thank you, Michelle. That would be great. Happy bye Day, everybody! Happy bye Day. The Michelle Miao Show continues right after this. Uh, after the break, we actually we have a we have a someone who wants to share um, their their day with us, their bisexual uh, experiences, and coming out as a bisexual. So don't go away. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Thanks so much for joining us today, for joining us today, this Wednesday. uh, (laughs) It's hump day. uh, And uh, we are celebrating Bisexual Visibility Day all week long. We've been celebrating Bisexual uh, Bisexual Awareness Week. And so our next guest uh, identifies as bisexual, and we're celebrating her, Sima. Sima, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? We're doing great here. Thank you so much for joining us and for lending yeah, your voice. Yeah, by the
1: way, Michelle. Oh, Sima,
4: I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's
1: okay. I
4: have, a, I have a friend who spells her name exactly just like yours, but she goes by Seema. So right, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. i a met her before, miss Lieberman. Absolutely, that's but right. Yeah, I yeah. Can pronounce mine differently. Well, yeah. I like
4: I like Sema better, Sema. SEMA. Oh, yeah.
1: perfect. Thank you. So
4: let's talk about you. Let's ce- celebrate you today as Bisexual Visibility Day. Um, and so let's start by let's share your coming out story. Okay. Um, well, I I think sometimes that's a little difficult. Uh,
1: I guess not difficult to answer, but sometimes it's, I feel like as a bisexual, you're always coming out. So, uh, every day it could possibly be a coming out day for me. But at the time I probably came out when I was 18 to myself and then slowly over time, you know, continuously introduced it to other people. And, um, probably as, as, you know, as early as, three years ago my mom finally started utilizing uh the correct term you know but it took a year after year of just kind of reminding her that you know um that that i am bi and there's you know there's opportunities for you know with both men and women so i do feel like as a bisexual you are always coming out so every day is a coming out day
4: i i i totally 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 get it like Mm-hmm. Like utterly. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and that's that's the thing is that uh, I commend you. I mean, it sounds like from a young age, you just you just knew. But you, it it seems as, as though you're not afraid to continue to identify as bi. Because sometimes I feel like even if you come out with peers who are among, you know, who are lesbian or, or, or gay or, or, or something, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. it's not always accepted.
1: Absolutely. And I think that over time, I've, I've learned to kind of develop up a thick skin, but also continue to stand true to whom I am. I remembered having a moment, um, it, was, it was, I would say, I think a couple years ago, where I was with my um, uh, lesbian and gay friends, and I think there were some comments made about or, or getting into a, a small debate about how, you know, whether or not uh, bisexuality existed. And it wasn't necessarily the most pleasant of responses. And I remembered going home that night and um, really starting to, to doubt uh, where I, my place or um, my my sexual identity. And I did contemplate, I just was like, well, you know what, maybe it would be easier if, and, um, you know, contemplating which side to choose, if you will. And I think just even asking that the, myself those questions took me, uh, it, it made me start to cry. I, I had a very physical and emotional reaction to it. I was very sad. And I think that everyone within the LGBT community can, can relate when you're kind of being forced to be something you're not. Right. And from there, I kind of took that stand of no matter what feeling or whatever, um, I guess, doubts or um, negativity I receive from other people, I can get through those feelings. But I couldn't get through those feelings of, of just that feeling of utter sadness and, and feeling defeated um, when I had to say that I couldn't be who I was. So that feeling was far more worse than the the regular day-to-day interactions that i felt that I could use that to just, uh, continuously educate. So now, even when someone would like to make the assumption that I look straight or, you know, don't know, or, you know, it's not going to be determined unless they see whom, who my partner is. I take that time to, to educate and give themselves the, you know, the accurate term for myself. And right. so, that's a lot. That's that to me was a better path to go than really, you know, deciding to conform. Because that that feeling to just feel like you do have to conform was such a horrible feeling.
4: Which is and so. I don't wish yeah. that upon anyone. Right, and it's so amazing. And Anna Paquin, an actress Anna Paquin, star of True Blood, um, had done that for herself as well in, in an interview. I don't know if you saw it with Larry King who, Mm -hmm. you know, repeatedly asked her about her bisexuality, and and it kind of made it seem like being bisexual is like an action or something, not an identity, Uh, because now Mm -hmm. she's married to, you know, Stephen Moyer, and they have kids, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, uh, people oftentimes think that if you're, you know, with a man or a woman, then they don't see bisexuality. They see either you're gay or you're straight, and it it, it erases your identity, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And I, res- I commend her very much for standing her ground throughout that entire interview, because it gets exhausting after a while. You can just kind of um, choose to change the topic, if you will. But I think the fact that she went head to head and continued and stood her ground was very important for the bi community. Um, also, even with uh, Alan Cummings, he was a Grand Marshal for LGBT Pride um, one of the years in San Francisco. And in a-, in a few interviews he did, he made it clear that it is important to still obtain or identify with sexuality even though he is married to a man I believe and so and that's the thing it doesn't go away it is it it is it is part of your identity and who you are it isn't all that defines me I would say I say there are many different uh, beautiful qualities that I possess but my sexuality is also one of them and I continue to advocate for it
4: it's uh, bi, by, by, uh, Visibility Day or Bisexual Visibility Day. We're celebrating with Seema, who's on the phone with us, and, and sharing her own personal experiences and stories. And we're doing this in hopes that more bi people will feel comfortable coming out as well as uh, celebrating those who are... Out and sub, and being supportive of them. Oftentimes the B gets uh, smushed in between the L G and T and everything else, and so you know that invisibility does cause harm. It causes harm. It causes depression. Doesn't it? Doesn't move our community forward? In fact, um, Seema, I wanted to ask you. You know, even um, what are you? What are your? What are your struggles mainly? I mean, we talked about identification. Uh, but mm-hmm. like for, you know, gays and lesbians, they have their specific set of issues that they face and struggles every day. But maybe hearing from you directly as a bisexual, what are some of your struggles? Do
1: you kind of mean in, in, in the social life or in the scene or just?
4: You whatever know, you things? could. Yeah, whatever you consider a, a struggle for you. And, and it could be, you know, it could be health. It could be uh, employment. It could be in you know, social <laughs> circles. It could be relationships. We just want to share. Okay, Um, well,
1: definitely. I think sometimes um, there, yeah, uh, so we talked about one. It just uh, sometimes there are moments of exhaustion of just constantly having to um, identify yourself or coming out or clarify to people. Um, Developing a thick skin, because there will be comments made, there will be things that ingest from people whom. You do trust, but you do also realize that there's still education that needs to be there. And so uh, that, that is, a, is, a, is a common struggle. Also within the dating scene, um, you know, I, I definitely find it difficult to, uh, to, uh, to date women uh, because oftentimes there is a very quick dismissal once my sexuality is, 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 is brought. And I bring it up quickly because I'm proud. Um, but the conversation changes very very quickly in the tone, and oftentimes just a walk away uh, once once that admission is made and 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 those are the a constant feeling of a time a rejection based on something that is you is mm-hmm. is, is sometimes hard to handle. and i and I believe that i I find the confusion as to um the why there isn't a solidarity between LGBT? Because all aspects of this community do know what it's like to feel rejected, do know what it's like to not feel accepted, uh, and, and discriminated against. And so these are common feelings that we can all um, that we can all relate to. And I think that it, it would help to bring us to be more. I guess a solid unit once you realize and advocate for each group that has experienced all of these feelings. But yeah, I I would say dating sometimes is tough. There's just so many assumptions um, with men. It's a lot of immature assumptions uh, (laughs) that you just kind of always have to laugh at. And, but then also take seriously and stand your ground in regards to, um, not feeling like you're hypersexualized simply because you have the capabilities of having relationships with both men and women. Uh, so yeah, on a, on a regular day, I feel like I'm using a machete in the this, in this jungle, you know, and just hacking away at all the assumptions that come my way.
4: Uh, do you feel comfortable sharing, you know, just um, also the struggles? You mentioned some so struggles of dating women. What are those struggles dating men and, and uh, the immature comments that you might get?
1: Uh, with men or with women? Yeah, with men. With men, um, oh, it's 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 sometimes silly. Uh, it'll just be in a simple conversation where uh, when you're just starting to date someone and uh, they'll they'll make this comment of like checking or well, you know, I'm open, so I say, oh, yeah, you know, you're checking people out, and I think the comments is always made of like. Hey, that's not fair. You can check out both. And my automatic response is always like, Well, I guess you can too. And then they get all offended, like I, I implied something. And so it's just it's it's just it's dealing with a level of immaturity where it's kind of okay to poke fun at me, but if I do it back, it's kind of, it's not okay. Um, and also I've been in conversations where just meeting a guy probably within, you know, two or three days suddenly I'm being introduced to a woman and I'm not necessarily sure why, but it's always that, well, I thought we could all get to know each other, you know, know each other in quotes, if you will. And so you're kind of like, Whoa, (laughs) (laughs) that's when you have to stand your boundaries. You know, you have to say like what, you know, I, I'm just like everyone else I would like to be in a healthy monogamous relationship and still respected and loved. Um, and there isn't anything, I, you know. It's just, but it's really just the, the hypersexualization sexualization of it. That's just because I, I, um, you know, revealed something about myself that suddenly that opens all these doors right away. And uh, that that's the part where you have to kind of just reel it back in and decide. What Can about, you educate this person, right. or do you just kind of want to walk away?
4: What what <laughs> about what about social circles? I you know I mean there there are no more lesbian bars, but <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, like spaces you know that you feel comfortable in. Where do you feel comfortable, and and where do you not?
1: Um, I think that's a little tough. I think that. I do feel, well, uh, it, it, it's a common joke among me, the, the majority of my friends are gay men. I, I sometimes, you know, jokingly say I myself am a gay man because yeah. I'm just submersed in that environment, but, uh, so yes, I, I typically feel um, comfortable um, in gay bars amongst my gay, gay male friends. Um, I do feel like at times when I have entered more mixed or um, complete female environments, I Don't necessarily feel feel kind of like I belong there because if you're kind of like not all in, then then get out. Like that's kind of like the feeling I I I get. And so it yeah. So being in a in a in all female environment sometimes is is difficult. Mm -hmm. But I'm also open to to getting to know everyone and you know try to try to put try to put it out there. But it it can be a little intimidating only because I have received. In regards to dating, wise uh, more negative responses from from females. That doesn't necessarily mean I give up because I love me the ladies, but you know, <laughs> it's, it's
4: still tough. So today is Bi Visibility Day. Um, so many people are celebrating by also, you know, changing their Facebook profile page or, or a picture out and and having the colors of of the uh, I guess it's a recognition of the bisexual community, right? Right. The bi flag, yeah. The bi flag, which is uh, what are the colors of the bi flag? It's a uh, red and uh, well,
1: let me pull it up right here. It's it's kind of a it's a red and blue me, uh, melding in the middle to make a purple. So it's kind of a blend,
5: okay. an ombre, if you will. Ombre. <laughs> 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 oh.
1: really. I mean, the three colors are different, so you go from red blue and then in the middle it's purple so it's kind of a, a meshing of the colors
4: it's beautiful it's beautiful so how will you celebrate today um and uh yeah what are you up to
1: so um well fortunately today I do have some plans I was helping out some friends uh moving but in general I always try to educate via social media and probably go out with my friends and celebrate I did just have a friend um something that that's that's really uh I think sometimes it's cool about bisexuals. Sometimes we're not always heard, but when you do kind of meet another bisexual person, it's naturally, it's kind of naturally divulged that they're bi. And it's a really beautiful feeling because you realize that suddenly you're comforted and and it's a comforting feeling. And so I will go out and celebrate sometime this week with a, a couple of my friends whom... I I recently found out they're bisexual and uh, I think and I would like to celebrate with them in particular. So I will take some time this week to go out and uh, and have a drink and celebrate.
4: Seema, I thank you so much for joining us here on this program. And also, I mean, thank you for being an advocate out there and talking about bi issues. Uh, We love you. Bisexual and all. (laughs) <laughs>
1: Thank you so much. <laughs> the Michelle Miao I show. I my community
4: as well. Awesome, awesome. We'll talk to you soon. The Michelle Miao show fun. continues right after this. Don't go away. Fong and I will shut down the show. <laughs> no, I mean wrap up. That's what I mean. <laughs> Don't go away.
3: Ted olson and david Boyce came here to discuss their winning legal strategy for same-sex marriage jason collins talked about gay athletes the sisters of perpetual indulgence discussed activism and good works actor and director rob reiner explained how he got hollywood behind same-sex marriage barney frank described what it's like to be gay at the highest levels of washington And join us in person the next time you're in San Francisco. The Commonwealth Club of California puts you face-to-face with today's thought leaders. And now, back to the Michelle Miao Show.
4: Welcome back. Happy Bisexual Visibility Day, or... This whole week, Bisexual Awareness Week. If you know anyone who is out and uh, and proud and bisexual, make sure you give them a hug or send a you know nice email to them and, and recognize that it is Bisexual Awareness Week. Fong, you'll do the same, right?
2: Yes, yes, most definitely. (laughs)
8: So
4: earlier I mentioned, you know, Anna Paquin did a a wonderful job uh, basically addressing some of the same things bisexuals um, deal with all the time, which is the dismissive attitude when you're, you know, an out bisexual people that just think either A, they say really mean, hurtful things like you can't choose or B, you're greedy or selfish or whatever it is, or you only practice it when you want to. And they don't see it as an identity. So let's play this little clip that I took from Larry King's uh, uh, YouTube channel here that, uh, that shows Anna Paquin's
8: courage. Are, are you I a non-practicing present? bisexual?
7: I, well, I mean, I am married to my husband, and we are happily, monogamously married. But so. you were bisexual. Well, I don't think it's a past tense thing.
8: No? No. What? Are
7: you still straight if you're with somebody? I mean, it doesn't mean you're not, you know, if you were to break up with them or they were to die. You know, it doesn't hey, prevent your point. sexuality from uh, stop existing. Stop
8: thinking, okay? No, I'm just uh, saying,
7: you know, it doesn't uh, <laughs> doesn't but, but, really work like that.
8: Are you surprised, as, as left as you are, as you say, are you surprised at how quickly public perception of same-sex has changed?
7: Well, I think it's fantastic. I, you know, uh, ten
8: years ago, if I told you the same-sex marriage is on the way to every state.
7: I mean, I don't think anyone uh, would have believed you. Um, how do you count for it? How do I count for it?
8: Uh, well, how did it happen?
7: I mean, honestly, that I can't really answer. I do know that the more people who are outspoken and advocate for, you know, same-sex unions and LGBT rights, I have to believe that that makes a difference. Um, and the sort of level of ignorance and hatred just becomes less acceptable. Um, and the more people understand. I, I don't know, I just...
8: Education. Yeah,
7: education and, and exposure and just like, well, you don't really have an option of being completely closed-minded and bigoted, so... Don't you
8: think television had a lot to do with it? Shows, well, I mean... Sitcoms and...
7: I, I, I don't watch a lot of TV, but our show certainly <laughs> has a lot of, um... you <laughs> Everything. Know, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of sexual fluidity, um... So, I mean... But then I, I think there's still people who you know, they have their feelings and their beliefs and they're kind of want to stay there
8: um you grew up in new zealand yeah. were your parents open about this too to raise a child as
7: sure movie? but i also grew up in movie sets like there's you kind of see a lot of a lot of everything um
4: yeah great answer isn't it i mean i mean she just was able to take control of the conversation larry king just sounds like a i don't an ignorant doofus <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, uh, are you practicing bisexual <laughs> like it's a religion or something or a sport? It's like fishing. <laughs> to him accordingly. <laughs> I don't know. And then I then I thought his question about same-sex marriage and how television had something to do with, you know, our rights today and and, and I, I thought that that was probably a curveball question to Anna Paquin but um, you know, she's obviously not going to answer it like one of our queer activists would answer it. Uh, but it's it's been a long time in the 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 making, if you will, not making, but the the activism has been for a long time. So, no, I don't think that television uh, shows or movies <laughs> has anything to do with marriage equality. It may have helped with social uh, acceptance or tolerance.
2: Yeah. Um, visibility, you see more folks who are like you or more folks who identify the same way you do or somewhat similar to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: Uh, I mean, True Blood, I don't know if you watch True Blood on HBO. You, Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, you're a bad queer. <laughs> I feel like True Blood, um, you know, had had changed it, it television in so many ways. Well, one, I mean, it's a true HBO type of show, you know, just kind of... Uh, out there pushing the envelope a bit edgy. Uh, but the storylines, you know, the vampires and the humans and the fairies and all that, it, I think that they really did play with identities, like how everybody was just so different. But um, but they, I think they coined the term mainstreaming, you know, for, uh, for us all. And uh, so you should definitely at least check into it. I'm going to have to give you... Credentials to my HBO Go, so you can watch True Blood.
2: Yeah, that would be great.
4: <laughs> There's lots of sex. I don't know what how sex makes you feel. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wonderful. <laughs> yeah.
4: Okay. Great. So, okay, we're going to educate Fong on uh on on True Blood here, and plus you get to see Anna Paquin naked.
2: Oh my gosh. Oh my
4: gosh. Um, another great bisexual we mentioned on the show. You know this uh, today was uh, Alan Cummings um uh so here's a clip and and ironically on the same show larry king show in which he addresses his bisexuality
9: i do think that this the world is different now but I, I i do think for in the past it has been a thing where people and there's been a kind of a, a a fad where people think oh they're not bisexual means you're either going to be gay but you just haven't quite don't feel comfortable enough with it yet or you're kind of just you know a whore um <laughs> So I, I but I really do think that people are a little more. I mean, I, I think imagine you know from from you know someone of Clive's generation, he had to deal with a lot more of that. Uh, oh, he did in the in the past than than now. But I do I do feel very much that people get it now. Yeah, I do. As a teenager, did you have feelings for both? Yeah,
8: yeah. Did you think you were strange?
9: <laughs> um, I mean, when you not in that your... way. I actually. I mean, amazingly, you know, I. Never, I mean, I, re- I write about this in the book, actually. I, I think partly because I saw my father being so kind of not out of control sexually, but I saw a man who was, was, not, able to, was not able to control his urges, sexual urges. So I, 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 in a funny way, I, don't, I never had shame about sexuality. I just never did. And I, and I sort of try and trace it back to a, a situation in, in my childhood. I don't, I never felt that it was, I never felt it was wrong. I thought perhaps, you know, certain times it was going to be difficult because people weren't um, very receptive to it. I never felt that there was something wrong with me. Watch new episodes of Larry King
8: now, Monday through Thursday, on demand on Hulu and (laughs) Aura.tv.
4: I guess that was a special uh, plug. Okay, Larry King we'll give you a chance here on the Progressive Voices Network and the Michelle Meow show to plug your show. That's fine <laughs> <laughs> but that was um that was Alan and you know, a great response here too so i'm 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 happy that yes, more people are coming out. I think it is important that we do that because then we have role models and people to motivate us and inspire us to be our authentic selves. Um, you know, uh, there's there's a new emerging young people like Cara Delevingne, a model and actress, who, you know, just does not give a shit. I mean, is just herself. Uh, you know, she's talked about... Uh, being in relationships with women, but yet having vivid dreams of you know sexual vivid dreams with men, and 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 just being open about sexual fluidity, we uh, it's it's so interesting, Fong. It's like the Kinsey scale did not just come out like a year ago, but yet people are still so uh, conservative, you know, when it comes to these things, and don't want to be public about the fact that um, we range on that Kinsey scale. Uh, and this has nothing to do with religion, you know, and them not talking about how we should all be uh, liberal, you know, with our, our, our sexuality and what. But I think that you can accept it if someone's different from you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not like in a friendship circle that you should always be, you know, around people who are who have similar values as you it's always great to have people who, who have different opinions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting, actually, going back to a Larry King's show, how, um, you know, when he asked, the, the questions that he asked both, um, you know, his interviewees uh, were really off, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, he asked Larry, um, I mean, uh, Alan, um, this question, oh, do you think it's strange knowing that, you know you identify as bisexual or whatever um not verbatim but <laughs> still like why would i think that i'm strange right. or liking whoever i like right I, I mean as a young kid i i
4: crushed on my teachers and i didn't think that it was strange i really didn't it was other people who did make me feel strange uh, but I myself did not feel strange that I had crushes on women or that I you know, was this little tomboy. And after watching like G.I. Joe or something would run around, you know, shooting things, play shooting things. And uh, and 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 thinking that one day, you know, or, or in like fantasies, I would have fantasies of being like the hero and rescuing like some really pretty princess or something. Um, that was not weird. But it was when I became an adult and um you know, then coming out and stuff, it was people who made me feel awkward and weird and, and, and yeah, and the hurtful stuff. I don't know what it was like for you, but, you know, it, it, <laughs> I, I, I think two women in love, that's a beautiful thing. As beautiful as two, you know, a, a man and a woman or two men.
2: Or just two people in love.
4: Or two people in love. Yes, that's right. My partner um, doesn't actually identify as bisexual at all and doesn't identify as lesbian. Um, She had never dated a woman before dating me. Uh, That was three and a half years ago. And, uh, you know, she sees herself more queer if she had to label herself, but pretty much following in the footsteps of like a Maria Bello who doesn't have a label for their sexual fluidity. And um, but when she comes out and tells people that they really give her a really hard time, they give her a really bad time. And she feels often she feels very lonely in that, you know, way. And so sometimes it's 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 hard for her because here I am like lesbian, lesbian talk show host, lesbian (laughs) on the pride board, lesbian, lesbian, lesbian um and and i think that sometimes she feels um you know she feels in my shadow and uh and and feels you know she doesn't have her own place mm. of support interesting yeah so i'm telling i'm sharing this story so that you know i know that there are many of us now who may be in relationships that uh, can't be defined in these boxes we're taught to check off. (laughs) Um, And it's really important to, instead of shaming, you know, people who may not feel they fit in these boxes, instead of shaming them, we need to support them.
2: Yeah, definitely agree with that. And it's really interesting when um, certain people are so sure of themselves and sure of their identities, you know, folks can be accepting, but then when you're not sure or when you're questioning, people are, some folks might be more likely to to question you and and make sure that you're sure of yourself. Mm -hmm. But then how is it that, you know, uh, um, the identities that we have that makes us so sure of what we like because we're always changing, we're always, um, you know, doing different things that make us think differently and we're always surrounding ourselves with other folks who um, are always going to expand our knowledge and understanding of things. Yeah. I I wanted to... I mean, have you been in a relationship? No. Have
4: you dated or... Dated, but uh, it's
2: complicated.
4: It's complicated. I I, I mean, uh, again, you're really, really young. Still, I want to remind folks out there that although... You might see a different picture, and you're looking up the Michelle Miao show, and I'm open about my relationships and things like that. My producer Fong is a itty bitty bitty lesbian, <laughs> my young little lesbian here. So you still have a long ways to go, and 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 trust me, don't rush into the whole relationship thing. Um, but but uh, these experiences aren't just you know mine. I feel like a lot of people in our community experience this too, and I think for you especially, you know, dating now versus 10 years ago when I, you know, came out. Uh, I think I think there are more women these days who are <laughs> are fluid, you know, who range and don't really have that lesbian identity. And in fact, like my partner, she doesn't like it when people, you know, call us lesbians. Oh. Yeah. So, you know, because that's the perception, two women together. So, people, you know, so she's it's not that she rejects it, but it's just inaccurate you know, in her mind.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, but, you know, we at the end of the day, she gets it. We're two girls holding hands. So people are just going to say, oh, those lesbians, mm. Um, which is why I I'm totally supportive of dropping the labels, labels yeah. you know, when it when it's unnecessary.
2: Yeah, definitely.
4: So I'll be there for your first, Um, you know, when you fall in love for the first time, I'll be there. And I'll be there when you, you know, your heart breaks for the first time. Maybe. Aww. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and and it's a beautiful journey that we all are going to go through. And so, which is why I'm very proud of today's show. So thank you to our guests who joined us, Seema, uh, for sharing her personal story. And of course, uh, Heron uh, from the, uh, from MAP, who shared the infographics regarding the bisexual community. I mean, I think that information is very important for us and to keep in mind, you know, it's not one community over the other that's living a much more perfect life. We actually seem to be impacted um, in, in some of the same ways and then in, in different ways uh, we need to recognize that we can be supportive allies and hold each other up. So happy bisexual uh, visibility awareness day or Bisexual Awareness Week. All of it. Just happy bisexual day. Happy bi day. And to all the bi ladies out there, I love you. Tomorrow, we're going to replay. Uh, We're going to actually tomorrow. I won't be here. I'm going to, again, I'm not feeling extremely well, but we will play week to week with John Zipper from his Commonwealth Club political roundtable talk. So I'll see you next week. Thank you so much.